What's up, everybody? You know who it is, me, Jay Jr. Super thankful that you decided to come on and just listen to this episode. I'm very thankful for um, just all of you, um, every city, every country, no matter where you're at. I want to let you know that I'm so thankful for you that you would take the time to listen. And um, this season that we're in with um, the Drive Project podcast, um, we're dealing with the topic of motivation versus stagnation. I have great people coming on and just sharing their perspective perspective and in a season right now even just around the world where we're dealing with this COVID-19 um, the coronavirus and my heart goes out to everybody that is having to just either be at home or have lost their jobs or lost loved ones I, I'm just it is so overwhelming and so I just wanted people to come on I wanted you to hear people that would just inspire you even if it's just for this moment or for it my, my hope and desire would be that this would inspire you for a lifetime that you'll be able to go back over these episodes and be like oh my gosh I remember when I listened and look where my life is today so I have somebody her name is Alexandria Deese she's come on before but she has an online amazing um, just a practice and it's for mental health and it's called wisdom meets beauty but I'm gonna have her come on she's like a sister to me here we go let's see if she'll pick up I'm excited I wanted to ring real quick hello oh my gosh here we go people here we go my sister is in the building <laughs> Love you so much. You guys, when I say that I am grateful, um, I, I, I've told you guys on here that her name is Alexandra, but we go, I'm, I, we call her Alex. Um, when I say that I am grateful for um, who she is, um, many conversations we have had and just like somebody that will listen to you and then give you perspective uh, Alex, your soul is amazing. Who you are, your mind is beautiful. I'm telling you, God took his time making you. And the world, the world is better because you are breathing, you are walking, you are doing your thing. And I am forever grateful just for who you are. So love you, love you, love you. Thank you for coming on today. Oh, bro, <laughs> that means so much to me. That means so much yeah, you, I was going to say you don't even know but you know you get it you know yes yes you know the feeling is mutual I appreciate you I'm super happy to be on your show thank you for having me inviting me into your space yes I'm honored to be here oh my gosh no I'm truly thankful I've been telling people I wanted um, people that were special to me to come on and share um, just their perspective on this topic and the world is facing. And I don't know who's when people will listen to us. Some people will listen immediately when this all comes out. Um, they start rolling out next week. And and I'm super grateful. But there might be somebody that might stumble upon it down the road and be like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. And I'm thankful for this yeah. episode. And so I, I'm grateful for you because even though I wish you guys, but I know the rules. I know the rules. Your friends cannot be your therapist. But I... <laughs> If I did not know her, I, my God, I would see her. I recommend her. I, and what's beautiful is she, it's all online. So you're able to connect and like get the help that you need. She offers so many different things. And so wisdommeetsbeauty.com is where you can connect with her. But before we go into all this other stuff, can I just, let's, let's get you in the center of the ring. <laughs> I am stepping out. 
I've been saying this on okay. every episode. Um, the topic is motivation versus stagnation. And you can come from any aspect, um, however you want. As a, a Number one, I want some, uh, even just some mental help with all this kind of stuff, but even with this topic. But um, I know people are just going to, I know they're going to get help just hearing your voice. So anyway, I'm going to let you shoot the breeze and do what you do and just come from that topic and just share what is motivation? What is, what is stagnation? How do you handle it? How do you get through it? And some of us are at home right now and we're trying to process life and, and even be motivated. So go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bro. So feel free to jump in anytime with any questions or clarifying or to piggyback off something. Yes. Um, but what I did was I, when I was sitting down to prepare for this conversation, you know, you told me the topic. And so I wrote down just how I view motivation and stagnation. Mm-hmm. And so for motivation, I wrote that that's the inner will to execute, mm-hmm. right? So it's coming, something coming from out of you that helps you to actually implement the things that are in your heart and mind to do. Wow. So that's how I define motivation for this. So and then good. stagnation, I just define very simply as, Lack of growth. Whoa. Got it. Okay. Lack of growth for stagnation. Whoa. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Because stagnation is different from being stuck. Very similar. But even stuff you could, you could call lack of growth. That's a whole different soapbox. I'm not going yeah. to climb up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I wrote down, I just wanted to share like some of the things that I've been telling my clients and um, processing with my clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll just start at the top. Like the first thing is to go easy on yourself and to be gracious to yourself. Wow. Right? Mm. Because we're in the midst of a global pandemic. And for a lot of people, what that's done is kind of raise the baseline of stress. Mm. So people are feeling maybe exhausted. They're feeling an increased level of anxiety or fear. Or a lot of people just don't do well with uncertainty. And when have things been more uncertain on every level with jobs, with the global economy, with school, with relationships? I mean, when have things been more uncertain, right? Right. So people's everyday level of stress, which already may have not been great, (laughs) (laughs) that, that, that whole baseline for a lot of people has just crept up a bit. So mm. there's this underlying sense of uh, a little bit of unease, mm. right? And yes. so maybe even people that weren't struggling with it before, now they're struggling with chronic stress. And what we know about chronic stress is that even developmentally, it changes your brain. It changes the way that cortisol and other hormones function in your body. Mm. So what's going on, if, if you're having a hard time right now, it's not because you are morally inept or something is wrong with you or you're weak. There are literally circumstances and situations that are that are influencing and impacting you, and you got to accept that you're human. Wow, it's amazing because I, I like I never thought about chronic stress, and mm-hmm. with this going on, it's like the bar has been raised. Yeah, um, yeah. Even to like maybe what you were able to handle before, mm-hmm. now you've gone to a whole different level, and it's trying to how do you pull from something. You know what I mean? How do you pull? And, and like what you said, motivation is um, it's something from within. And it's hard to pull from within when the bar of stress has been raised. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you said something so interesting, which is that it has affected your capacity. This is something that comes up with me and my clients over and over again. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to draw from the same well. What you have access to your internal resources may have diminished somewhat. This is not permanent, 
this is temporary, right? Uh-huh. Because you grow in capacity. We don't stay at one capacity. Our capacity increases as long as we're still doing self-work, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh-huh. And so, but that is so good to acknowledge that your capacity to handle whatever may be slightly diminished or decreased right now. Uh-huh. Give yourself give yourself grace. Go easy on yourself. Wow. Um, okay. okay. So, and I, I do have a point that speaks to exactly what you're saying, but I don't want to skip over this next one. Um, yeah, so I yeah. think you'll agree it's so important, and this one is to give yourself credit. Ooh, so, that's good. Yeah, a lot of people think that they're stagnant, but they are actually experiencing inner growth right now. Wow. And so I'm asking people to look at themselves and take some kind of assessment. Have you grown in areas? Have you taken up exercising like you've been meaning to do for the last three years? Right. And you haven't been able to do, but all of a sudden now you're you're exercising, you're doing your yoga, you're going for a walk, you're doing high-intensity interval training or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's growth. If you've been meaning to speak to your parents more and now you are, that's growth, right? If wow. you've been meaning to take the time out to start a meditation practice or whatever, like those those are areas of growth. If you've been meaning to eat healthier, cook more meals at home, and now you are. Like, mm-hmm. it all counts. It all counts. And so I think it can be helpful to look for what's working, what is wow. in your control. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I I love that. Go ahead. No, I love that because I think for me, and I've told you this before, um, somehow I've told you this, but I know I have. But basically, (laughs) um, when I was going through before, and I was going through just a lot of issues, you know, it's like that. CrossFit for me was an outlet and people would say, oh, my God, you really focused on that and you really got into it. Yes, because it was something that was working. And I was able to look at something that oh, was positive, so and it, it was a result. I was looking at me change, and and I was able to do competitions. And I was like, this is stuff I thought I would never be able to do. And at the time, I was unemployed. And so I was applying for jobs. I couldn't get a job. But you know what? I was able to get to that gym and work out and do something, and it gave me the motivation to get to the next day. And so I yeah. began to focus on I – was, I was giving my credit for what I was able to do. And, and it didn't so matter good. what other people said. It was, I was able to look at myself and say, but hey, look what's in your control. This is working for you. It's motivating you to get up again. And before you know it, in that circle, so crazy, in that circle of people that I was working out with, I got a job. It's so weird. So, I mean, I think, well, now I think I know you're right, that you have to give yourself credit in a season that might seem like what's going, I can't control it. You may have to pause and just write down or jot down like, okay, so this is what's working. I need to focus on that. And it really is a growing season because even for me, Alex, oh my God, I have connected with family members that I've never met in this season. In this season, I have connected with family where usually the door is closed. I have opened up. I give myself credit for that. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You you spoke directly to that. I have a note here that says, um, bolster up the other areas or strengthen what remains. So when you are struggling in one area of your life, let's say that your employment is on the rocks right now. Right. I think what really helps is to be intentional about bolstering up the other areas of your life. So if job, if job, career, and employment is on the rocks, what are the other areas? Spirituality, relationships, health and fitness, and on and on and on. You want to crank up the volume on those other areas. Mm. You want to strengthen what remains. And that's exactly what you did. And it gave you, like you said, motivation. It gave you that inner will to execute a right. sense of purpose. Mm. 
Wow. And you spoke so eloquently to the effect that that had on your trajectory. And so this stuff really works. Mm. If you work it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this literally, I can see now where it, uh, my mind, because there were moments, I won't get, don't get me wrong. There were plenty of times where I was like, oh my God, oh my God. But for some reason, I was motivated enough to get around a group of people that was like, you can do it, Jay. Oh my God, you can do it. And it felt so good um, because there were other areas where I didn't feel good. And, but I got, I, I was around people that just like, were, they were rooting for me. I think there's something to be said about that too, is that during yeah. times like that, you need to be around people that's going to root for you and root okay. for you in your victories. Um, of course, you have people that are going to, you know, uh, you have people that challenge you and stuff like that. But every day can't be, you need to change this, you need to change this, you need to change. And yeah. There has to be people in your life that's like, no, no, I celebrate the fact that you're doing something, that you're out there making it happen. You're connecting with people. So I love that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love, love that. that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Do you think that um, it is very important? Uh, I, I think community is huge. Um, no, I, I think community is, I mean, we, it's important to not be overstated, right? Isolation is the enemy. Mm, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, that speaks, actually segues us quite nicely to my next point. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> and at first it's not going to sound like it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. So my point is, it's on you. Mm. Inner work is an inner game. Right. So when you're talking about themes of motivation and stagnation, that's about what's happening internally. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, One of the ways that you can actually take responsibility for your internal life is to ask for and accept help and support. So like you did, surrounding yourself with people who believed in you and can speak into that. Wow. Mm. Let that soak, people. (laughs) That's so good. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. You, you can't be blaming other people for what's happening with you. And I, I say this as directly and as, with as much sympathy and empathy as I can. You really have to take personal responsibility for, for motivation and stagnation in your own life. Mm-hmm. You cannot blame other people. You know, you can't, you have to stop waiting to be saved emotionally. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's your work. That's you're responsible for doing it. But that doesn't mean you have to do it by yourself, mm-hmm. right? That's that's the thing. You got to catch that. I'm not saying do it by yourself. I'm saying accept that it's your work, and then reach out for and accept help. Yes. Community. Yes. Support. Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting because mm-hmm. I was, you know, you know my story, and mm-hmm. um, I think that I'll say it this way uh, to keep it simplified. <laughs> I, I think that uh, when I was going through before, you, you know, I was constantly looking for, well, you know, um, you need to say something to me. You need to you need to see the signs. Wow. You need to you need to reach out to me. And I think wow. that when I hit the rock bottom stage, it was my first time in life where I was so desperate that I, I had to reach out for myself. Wow. That's you saying right yeah. there, the personal responsibility. I, I no longer looked at it from the aspect of, well, it's because of this. I can't. I flipped it and was like, okay, so since I went through this, I can do this. Um, and so the season in 2018 was so, I would say, 
really a phenomenal year for me because it was the first time in 30 plus years that I was reaching out and risking it all. Wow. Risking it all. Um, and I'm so motivated today, even when I have low moments, I have beautiful people in my life today that I never feel alone. I never feel alone because I, I really believe back in 2017, 2018, I took responsibility for my own life and was like, okay, I'm going to reach out. So that way I never feel alone. That way when I need motivation, yes, I'm pulling from the inside, but I'm also able to reach across the room or reach across, you know what I mean? And reach out Mm -hmm. to people and they can help say some things to me to get me going. But it starts with me first. And I always, it's, it's like a repetitive thing with everybody sharing. Everybody keeps coming to the common denominator of responsibility. You are responsible for, it's almost like this measure. You know what I mean? This, it's, it's like you're responsible. You know, either you're going to allow yourself to be filled up, you're going to allow yourself to be completely empty and operate that way. And I was like, okay, God, I need you to plug up the hole, but I'm going to open myself up. I'm going to take the lid off my cup, you know, <laughs> so I can be filled. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give, filled. I'm exactly. going to be responsible for the lid coming off and be like, okay, fill me. Now, what I get filled with is also my decision as well, too, because I don't want to fill my life with junk, what I'm watching, what I'm hearing. Um, I got to protect those gates. You know what I mean? And so... That's the word, bro. <laughs> I got to protect those really? gates as well. So anyway, you keep talking. I'm Go, go ahead. <laughs> no, that is so good. That's so good. And I feel like, as, especially as someone who is, who is like, really into watched you kind of evolve or bloom or whatever word you want to use I mean I feel like you are the perfect kind of case study for what we're talking about from Mm. stagnation to motivation from lack of growth to execution and I love hearing your story I never get tired of (laughs) hearing about it because it is so encouraging it's so it encourages me every time Mm. um Another thought I have about the fact that it's your personal responsibility and the inner work is yours is you need to become aware of your habitual ways of thinking that don't work for you. Break down habitual. Some of us don't even know. The thinking that don't work for you. Okay. Break down habitual. Patterns of thought, Mm -hmm. patterns of thought that don't serve you. So we call those maladaptive. Okay. Um, so what that means is if there are things that you think about yourself or others and you know that these are things that send you into a downward spiral, these are things that keep you in a negative loop, wow. you need to become aware of what those are. And I suggest that you write them down mm. and then you decide what you're going to replace them with Whoa. immediately. Okay. That's good. Okay. And so because these are habitual ways of okay, so what happens is your brain kind of um, creates neurological pathways literally mm-hmm. um ways of thinking so the path that your brain will take to make sense of something it's the path of least resistance it's the way you thought about it most often in the past wow. and so when you decide i want to think differently you are going to have to exert your will you're going to have to exert effort to think differently your brain will still automatically default to those um, ineffectual ways of thinking and so what you have to do is notice that in the moment when it happens, and because you prepared for it, you already have your replacement thought ready. Wow. Challenge that thought. Mm. It's a new thought. Wow. Mm-hmm. So let's say that 
another way to do it is if you have, you know the new thoughts that you want to think. These are your replacement thoughts, these upgraded, elevated thoughts that are going to work for you and serve you, right? right? You, you are challenged with an event or something happens. What you want to do is actually sit down and think through the event or what's happening in ways that work for you, with thoughts that work for you. So if the thought is always... Um, I'm never, I'll never be good enough and no one ever chooses me. <laughs> wow. And then, um, that's the thought. That's what you always think. You always think. So everything that happens, that's the lens through which you view it. But let's say that's not working for you and you're aware of it because you're ready to do your inner work. And you decided to replace that thought with, I cannot miss what's mine. Mm. So any person who's spiritual can tap into that. If something is for me, I'm not going to miss it. Wow. It's so true. Right? Mm-hmm. So... Or you can, if you can believe something like, you know, things work together for my benefit or the universe has good intentions for me, like whatever is going to work for you, it might be different for everybody. Right, right, right. Let's I say get that. That is, the, that is the more powerful thought that you want to implement. So your brain is going to automatically default toward, I'm not good enough, things don't work out, no one picks me. And then you have to come through and challenge that and say, you know what, I wasn't supposed to get that job. Wow. I wasn't supposed to have that opportunity. That wouldn't have been good for me because if it was good for me, I would have it. Ooh, period. Wow. You know, when I would go for um, auditions and things, um, before I would walk in the door, my brain would, eat, would go negative and say, you're just not that guy. You're wow. just not that guy. Um, but then I would literally go in the bathroom and say, no, actually, the reason why you're not that guy, because you're the guy and you're different than everybody else. And so that's why they're going to choose you. And they're not going to choose you on what the standard is by what America says. They're going to choose you by the standard that which God is putting in their ear for for what they want you to do. And I would say that to myself, and it would change my perspective. I would be like, I would literally say, because I I would beat myself up for years, and it would literally cause me to turn right back around and go out the door. Many times, Alex, I would just tear up the paper and throw it away if I got picked for something or anything, because I just, I'm not that guy. And so this new season, though, no matter what size I am, no matter what, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. God has, when I walk in the room, <laughs> God has already moved me into that person's heart. I, you know, and it, like you just said, and if I'm not picked, if I'm not picked, it is not because I'm not good enough. There's just <laughs> something better that is more, that's great for me. And so I started looking at it from that aspect. And that way I wouldn't have such low feelings after maybe missing something. But then a lot of the things, and I, I, my, my, um, my uh, agent will say to me all the time, he's like, Jay, it's crazy. Everything that you put your mind to, I don't know what you're saying to yourself. These were his words. I don't know what you're saying to yourself or what witchcraft you operate. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, first off, I don't do no witchcraft. He was like, but they just, it's like they, you get put in people's heart. I said, I pray that. I pray, I stopped, I stopped talking negative to myself. And I started asking God to make room for me to be put in people's hearts. And he's like, well. Don't make me, don't make, okay, let me calm myself down. Because this is, this is getting me hype. This is getting me hype. That's not good Oh my God. I mean, that's how real that is to me. I'm like. I'm so grateful for, and so, and, and, and now I used to be like, oh, I'll do a phone conversation with somebody, but now I'm like, God, I hope I meet these people because I want them to see something greater, you know, see, I want them to see what you see about me. And so it's just, it's all about, oh my God, those thoughts are so real. It's so real because I can look back years and years and you know, I, Alex, I suffered with low self-esteem. I, do I still struggle with it a little bit here and there? 
honesty mm-hmm. here and there, um, but nowhere near like I used to because I have taken um, control of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I love that, bro. And, you know, I just want to say that this isn't an exercise in feeling bad for feeling bad, right? Right, the right. The negative thoughts are going to come to all of us, to you, and you've done so much work in this area. I feel like I've done a lot of work in this area. Yes. We still have negative thoughts. We still have to are challenged by our own places of insecurity within ourselves. Right. It's just that we don't live there anymore. Wow. We don't live there. Those those are moments. Those are those are not the overarching reality or declaration of our lives mm. anymore. Mm. We and, don't live there anymore. for anybody listening, mm. that can be your story too. It does not have to be the overarching declaration of your life, something negative and, and how you're worth less and how your insecurities have rule over you. They can be blips. They can be moments that you are able to move beyond that don't hold you back in stagnation. Mm. I'm letting that soak. (laughs) That is so good. Like, they're just blips. They're just moments. But you don't have to live there anymore. Ooh! You don't gotta, you don't need to build the house in that land anymore. Oh! That is so good. Because I don't live in that space. I used to live there. My street was um, Sadness, Sadness Lane, Never Gonna Make It Avenue. You know, (laughs) It was just like yeah, constant so and it's so hard. And then I realized, oh no, I need to take responsibility. I got to get up out of here mentally and physically and I need to do what I need to do. And I'm going to pop the lid open and I'm going to allow people, I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to surround myself around people that will um, pour into me, challenge me. But at the same time, I'm going to give myself credit for the good things. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself credit for the, the things that I'm able to do in this season. Mm. Absolutely. It's so good. You have anything <laughs> else you want to say? <laughs> I want to say there's a couple more things because I love to keep it practical. And I think we've tapped into that a little bit. Um, one of the things on my list was positive self-talk. And you've already just um, expounded upon that mm. so eloquently. I don't need to follow up. Do <laughs> what Jay did. <laughs> Take his advice. That is what positive self-talk is. It'll change your life. Wow. Because yours is the most powerful voice in your own life. Mm. Even if you don't feel like it, that's what's true. And I know that because otherwise people wouldn't be able to change and transform. Wow. What's available to others is available to you. It's available to all of us. Wow. Um, okay. Gratitude. If you don't have a gratitude practice, start one. This could be literally as simple as writing down every morning three things that you're grateful for or writing down every evening three things that you're grateful for or putting, you know, an, an alarm or a... I was going to say stopwatch, but putting yeah. <laughs> up an alarm to remind you to decide on something to be grateful for in the moment three times a day, whatever. You want to have like Jedi level skills of gratitude. Wow. Gratitude can change everything for you because it, it, it gives us a shift in our perspective. Mm. Gratitude contributes to happiness. Happiness is not about having everything perfect, right? It's about accepting and wanting what you have, just like all the, the wisdom of the world. Um, or the wisdom of the ages and different cultures tell us. So gratitude is going to be really important. Positive self-talk, affirmation, speaking the truth about yourself and others. Um, that's kind of positive self-talk on yeah. a different level. Yeah. Exercise, you're not already exercising. If, you're, if your mind is spinning, then um, set a timer for 10 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever and do some journaling every day. Get the thoughts out of your head and onto paper. Mm. Okay? And then last but not least, something we both already touched on, which is don't isolate. Reach out. Yeah. If you 
talk to 10 people a day on Zoom, like, or FaceTime, whatever it yes. is for you to feel like you have some sense of connection. Nurture relationships. And you're like, I don't know how. Call somebody and say, oh, I'm thinking about you today. Just wanted to see your face. I hope you're well. I'm going to check in with you in a few days. You don't have to be that deep. Yeah. Don't isolate. Not right now. <laughs> this is not the time. That is so good. Oh, you guys, she just spit so much. <laughs> so much good stuff. Oh, my God. And the mic just dropped. Boop, boop. Uh, you were out here dropping mics. <sighs> my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, you guys, this is why I love her. This is why. Do y'all see how beautiful her mind is? Do you see this? Alex, I love you so much. Thank you. Oh, bro, you know I love you. Thank you again for having me on your show. I have real love in my heart for you and for Shan. Shout oh, out to Shan. I will. Y'all just set an incredible example in opening up your home to people and being so relational. I think, um, yeah, you all just set such an incredible example of that. And I admire that in you both so much. Well, I can't wait to eat with you again. Let's not even talk about it because I'm in my feelings. I cannot get a plate. Ah. In my feelings, I go hold you. I need you to like figure out the overnight situation. Let me know. Oh my god! <laughs> I said I told somebody yesterday. I said I have this. I I have this idea. Oh my god! This idea of I would love to get the like after this is all done for season three. I would love everybody that came on the episode, and I like to have like sixty people in the room plus all the people that came on on like a stage. And then all of a sudden, you see people walk out with um, samples of the food I can cook. Oh, I'm here for it. And then, so and then you, you know. all have a plate, and we discuss the whole season. Now, you know we can't discuss the season and eat your food at the same time. <laughs> it's not even an option. <laughs> you might have to make a little tweak there, modify it a little bit. <laughs> I know, right? I want to get some laughs, and then all of a sudden, we just kind of sit back and discuss. <laughs> You know, and that's like a dream of mine. I'm going to believe for it, but I appreciate I who you are. You are just so valuable. You are a, you are a diamond, and I'm so thankful for you. And would you ever come back on again to share some what? more? Listen. <laughs> you know it. I know. You know it. Thank you, you so it. much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Where can they find you? I want to make sure I get it right. Where can they find your practice? How can they connect with, with you? com. Go to withamitsbeauty.com. Okay. I am currently accepting clients, by the way, Washington State. Awesome. Um, I typically work with professional women. I do have some people that don't fit that demographic, so it's more about if we connect, if you feel like I'm a good person for you to work with, because the connection is where the therapy and the work really happens. Right, right. Well, there you have it, everybody. Thank you so much, Alex. I can't wait to talk with you again. Love you so much. All right, much. Dave, take care. Okay. Love you, bro. Bye okay. now. Well, you guys, there you have it. Um, she said so much. I'm so grateful for her. I appreciate um, just anybody taking the time out to talk with me. And, you know, these conversations are gold to me. And again, having the my, just the spirit of gratitude. Um, and then I love that I just I keep going back to, you know, uh, don't be so hard on yourself in this season. You know, take this time to really just be like, you know what, what can I do to make myself feel like, hey, I'm doing this at least. Pat yourself on the back for that and then just keep going. And I promise for you know it, you'll be on the other side. And, you know, it may not be the side that I thought it was going to be this, but it will be what is best for you. All right. Well, you know what I'm going to say. Until next time, let's keep the conversations going. Love you guys so much. Bye-bye.